Hi, welcome to the Book Talks Podcast. It's the podcast where we interview traditionally and self-published authors. What's their story about? What inspired them? What tips and advices they can give to aspiring writers as well? In today's episode, we will be talking about the author named Daisy Snow. She is the author of the book Matriarch and World War III. Uh, right off the bat, I would want to say that uh, her website is uh, is daisysnow9-11books.com we would want to know more about her book Matriarch and World War Three. let's welcome first uh, on this podcast Miss Daisy Snow how are you doing ma'am? Oh, very good thank you uh, just for the information of everybody potential book buyers and listeners of this podcast is that this is already the second time that we're, we're, we're talking regarding this one but this is basically uh, now more than ever you know uh, um, topics that you have discussed on your book has been the talk of the town lately um, and um, explain to us give us an overview first of what this book is about uh, well I, I was one of those people who knew about 9-11 before it happened and uh, and so it became more or less compulsory compulsory for me, you know, to actually write this book. Now, I, I did it in stages over a number of years, but it wasn't until Donald Trump became, uh, um, prim- became, you know, came into power in America that, you know, I, I was able to put everything to, together and get it published um, because... Uh, um, the point is that, that I had I'd learned this because I'd I'd been I used to I wrote this song Scrooge McDuck and Civil War, which is quite appropriate today, and uh, and I went to help the Nazi demonstrators out, and uh, they'd been misbehaving like for six years to try and get someone arrested, because then um, Parliament could be forced to change the laws so that the people who worked in backyard garages. Could could get a decent wage. Well, my song, you know, that's why I was arrested. And so, you know, so everything played out, you know, the way they wanted to. But because I was so famous because of my song, I was invited to their top um, political meeting where I, I learned just, you know, what this was all about. But, I mean, I, I thought I thought that Osama bin Laden was a socialist, you know, because um, I learned this through the international socialists. That wasn't the case, and the thing is that um, this is my, my my book is therefore about quite criminal matters, you know, and it was important for because of all what has happened ever since that, that you know that, that uh, I was able to write this book out, and but I did explain that uh, like I travelled with my husband for ten years around Australia, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what happened was. Um, Within Tennant Creek in, in the Northern Territory, the time when the Americans, when the astronaut was going around the moon, what happened was is a big orange ball appeared in the sky. And, and uh, well, well uh, just quickly, this woman appeared in the street. She had a port. She wanted to lift to Alice. So the people in the town didn't know what to do with her. They sent her home 
to me because they thought I'd had a university education. I hadn't then. But she actually, or it, I called her it, told me to get an education, which is something I've done. I studied in secret societies for over 10 years, went back to school after my children were born, studied at uni mm. for over 10 years, you know, that, that I'm aware of these things. But uh, what happened was that when my husband took her to Alice, he stopped the mm. semi before, just before then, went around, opened the door and put his hands around the waist and he, and he threw her out. She, he said she was harder than steel. The thing is that the uh, Russians of years ago tried to dissect an, one of these aliens and found it was harder than steel. Now, the point is that her description is just like an angel. There no marks on her face. Uh, her face was like a spray paint job. There was always a hesitation before she spoke. She spoke quite eloquently. Um, you know, so... Um, it's, I explain all of these things in my matriarch book and mm-hmm. also in, in other books I've written. Mm-hmm. You know? The point yeah. is she told me to, to get to get an education. You know, I feel really pressured because at mm-hmm. the present time, the world is in a really bad way. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we're going backwards. You know, it's like devolution. Uh, you know, so I feel really pressured to be able to write out and explain um, just... Why Why are they here? What are they doing here? Um, and also my report. You know, I was told to get an, uh, an education and that became quite important to me. Uh, and so I wrote th- these things out. Um, but it's very difficult for some people to understand because like international human rights have got nothing to do with it. Um, logic's nothing to do with it. Uh, this normal... Uh, personal opinion has nothing to do with it. But the question is, why are they here? Um, will they, and the the, the uh, Senate in America, uh, they're concerned, will they attack? Now, the point is that um, they won't attack, but they will intervene when necessary. An example, because I learned this in the secret societies, is at the end of World War Two. There was a time period when no one could fight, and there's been lots of court cases about this. And what happened was that the, the uh, Allies and the, the German Nazis, they agreed to find a way to stop the war, which they did. Um, mm-hmm. And so that, that, uh, it, it was such that um, you know, no one could kill. They're all fighting. All of a sudden, they can't kill. That they will intervene when absolutely necessary, where like positive thinkers that thinkers say they won't intervene, but they will when necessary. So what I've done here, because the, the world is in such a really bad state, and people really find it very difficult to understand from their point of view. To understand, you have to more or less put yourself outside the world as if you are looking at the world from an outside point of view, uh, really to understand it. And, I mean, there would be some objections about uh, about why they, you know, the reasons that they might intervene. Now, for example, um, civilizations which become homosexual, uh, they, will, they will be destroyed. Um, 
an example. An example is like uh, in the Bible where um, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, those two civilizations, where um, the angels went to and told Lot, Lot and his family to flee, which they did. And, uh, I mean, the point is that the it, the, the woman that, you know, that spoke to mm-hmm. me, you know, quite mm-hmm. length, she, she was certainly had the, the, the quite beautiful, because there's no marks on the skin, as an angel. And the thing is, it was the angels that told Lot to flee, and, and they told not to look back. Your wife looked back, turned into a pillar of salt. Um, the thing is that... That that is just one of the examples, um, and and also the similar stories are in the Quran. Um, I also need to say that the Muslims have always believed that there is these aliens actually exist. You know, they quite believe in UFO aliens. So the position is that here we are. Um, the world is in such a bad state; it's getting worse. I, to, I mean, in the 1960s. Uh, at that time, there was all progress and everything was going well. But mm-hmm. what's happening today is we're all going backwards. Everything's getting worse, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and I, so that's why I feel like pressured into actually um, ex- explaining, you know, these things. You know, the purpose of of our life on on the planet, why we're here. See, the problem is that we're all, we've all been educated with all this logic and secular education. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wisdom has been, it's just not there. We, we, have, um, we have democratic parliaments. They don't mm-hmm. use wisdom at all. You know, so there are certain difficulties there. Um, so um, what I've actually written out will be summarised and um, it'll be on my um, website mm. again that the the website uh, again for the information of everybody is daisy snow number nine dash eleven books dot com daisy snow nine dash eleven books dot com right um one oh. more thing uh you you said you said here in, in one of the summaries that historically speaking disregarding uaps Okay, uh, UFO aliens won't uh, won't attack America or or any other country. Um, they will only intervene when absolutely necessary. At the end of World War Two, for example, there was a time period when no one could uh, no no when when no one could kill uh, uh, the Nazis and, and and the Western Allies. Therefore, agreed to find a way to end World War Two. Uh, wine mongering has a dimension of its own. Can you can you please elaborate on that? Oh yeah, um, yeah yeah right. Um, a point is that uh, look, when I was young, I was well, politically co- uh, conscious, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, most mm-hmm. people weren't, but I was. But I mean, it was always a query to me is that. Uh, the the um, the Nazis and and the Allies, uh, they decide they came to an agreement to end World War Two, to end the war. This was before they ended the war. It didn't happen that one side beat the other side. They came to an agreement. 
And uh, and it was only when I was in, in the secret society learning there that I, I was able to learn about just actually what happened. You know, mm-hmm. there was this time period. I mean, I, I'm, this is an intervention. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is that the um, these UFO uh, aliens, they're not going to intervene like and uh, assault a country like they're not going to attack a country like in a military style mm. like we do today. Mm-hmm. So How do you think, the though, methods. they will intervene? And because, uh, uh, um, you know, late, lately, I think it's been part of the news that a, a there, there is one sighting. Uh, there was a 911 call uh, that uh, uh, basically uh, and also got. Uh, uh, had a recording uh, through a police's body cam in Las Vegas. Have you seen that? A, a, a UFO no. sighting? No, I haven't seen that, no. That's, that's very interesting because that, that's why it, it really got my attention when I was going over your your book once again over the weekend is that uh, why do you think, how do you think they will intervene and uh, you said they would not in, in, intervene in a way that is like militarily intervening. So w- how do you think they will intervene? Um, how do I think they will? Well, I did explain one way that, 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 that these things will, will not happen uh, in, in, in an outward way. Uh, look, I, I'll give you an example of this. Mm-hmm. When we look at the way the world has has progressed, you know, over the centuries, that that we've come from, uh, and the world has become civilized. Well, the thing is that this didn't happen on a gradual scale. There were just some times when all of a sudden there was a, a, a big um, a big understanding happened that the world just became more civil because of certain things which happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the um these these UFO aliens that we call them now mm-hmm. um, gave information to the world and educated the world so that the world was or oh, the civilizations were able to advance and that is like an intervention um, mm-hmm. that, that uh, now the the point is right now I'm just in to explain that. The thing is that, like in Australia, and I assume in, in other countries, people have got no idea about what this uh, this Russian-Ukraine war is all about. We, we see all the devastation, but people can't comprehend, you know, what it's all about. And the point is that what I've done, uh, or in my in my in my books, what I've done in my writing, and um, I've got in this euthanasia book uh, that will be published soon, um, and, and this explains. And I've pointed out there uh, just what this um, war is all about, uh, because I've been very interested right from the beginning. And uh, I had the point is that Vladimir Putin told the world why he invaded Ukraine. And it's completely ignored. The parliament's completely ignored. I can't, can't really come across any politician or any government or any of these people. They never, ever mention what it's all about. All we see on television, 
uh, all we see on read on the internet, it's all about the devastation of Ukraine. Uh, and the point is that um, the people in Ukraine wanted to become a Western country. That would mean that um, the Americans would have a military base close to the border of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, I mean, America wouldn't tolerate Russia having uh, a military base close to America. And the point is that uh, the only way that they can stop a military base being, um, being Installed. close to the border is mm-hmm. to do what they're doing. They have to wreck Ukraine. Now, we've been able, I've been able to find out about this because there are a lot of podcasts you know, on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and this is and somebody sent me uh, an article which explained just why Putin invaded Ukraine. But I can't cannot find that on the internet. I've tried so that I know exactly you know how he explained it. I can't find it's not there. I mean these things we we are restricted in, into what we know. Yeah. In a democratic country, we're supposed to have a right to know. We don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so what I've done, or what, what I've been trying to do anyway, is to explain mm-hmm. um, just because I understand these things because I, I had um, that first encounter with that, um, well, the UFO, I call, call, call her it, because in the olden days, you know, they were called it. They were mm-hmm. also called strangers. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that uh, this is nothing new. Just because the Americans have changed UFOs and now they call them unidentified aerial phenomena uh, doesn't mean this is something new. They've been with us from time immemorial. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, this, this is nothing new. But also, um, there is it's one just point mm-hmm. uh, I want to make. Many years ago, I used to fly planes with a friend, mm-hmm. you know, with the pilot. Mm-hmm. And um, and the thing is that when he told me that when he went to America and uh, he actually pinched the plans for this, for an anti-gravity machine. Mm-hmm. And and this is, is to do with these UFOs, you know, mm-hmm. because we know that the Roswell, that they have um, examined the wreckage and they've mm-hmm. used... Um, of this engine, reverse engineering, you know, to work them out, and that these UFOs are, they've found, are anti-gravity machines. Um, but the thing is that um, these UAPs, uh, it has been pointed out in podcasts, if you listen to the podcast, that, that uh, these, these uh, are man-made. And the thing is that they can These are man-made. Yeah, wow. yeah. The U- UAPs. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. I assumed, I assumed straight away, like everybody else, mm-hmm. uh, that that they're the same as UFOs. But it seems it's quite obvious that they're not. I mean, they can't manoeuvre in the same way. Uh, and the point is that uh, because I am aware that the actual goal, what's happening in the world, it's all to do with the um, the One World Order, uh, with white-collar capitalists, they want to um, they want to establish a one 
world government, which is the fascist and administrative one world government. And it appears that when you um, when, when you consider all the little things that we know, but I, I, it's my, I mean, I usually don't have opinion. However, I've got a theory or my belief is but it's going to happen. But the reason that that the America has now said, oh, yeah, UFOs exist, they've changed the name uh, to uh, UAPs, um, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, is because I believe that the, they are going to pretend to the world that uh, they have made contact with these aliens. And it's all to do with um, establishing this one world administrative government. Now we had this coronavirus pandemic and the point is that in 2001 Stanford University told the world that the greatest threat to the world in the 21st century was biological warfare. Mm-hmm. Now the point is this could all have been biological war- warfare. It fits. It all exists it all and the outcome is just the same as if we had biological warfare because today uh, a country can't be conquered like they uh, were in the olden days you know where there'd be conflicts mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that mm-hmm. if we the economy the economy of a country fails well therefore it can be conquered so we've got a situation like in Australia where a trillion dollars in debt, America, trillions of dollars in debt, and, and everyone's been forced to take these vaccines, which don't work. Uh, there have been enormous n- number of people who have uh, became ill or have died because of these vaccines. They're actually genetic vaccines. They're not vaccines at all. But they're genetic. They're not the same as the other type of vaccine. Uh, you know, they're man-made ones. Mm-hmm. And the point mm-hmm. has been pointed out that, and it's been proven, that the vaccines don't work. They don't stop disease. Um, they don't, you know, they're not vaccines. They don't stop the, stop the disease being spread. Uh, and here we have um, all these lockdowns. It's affected our economy. Um you know, the world is in a really bad way because uh, the government of the world went overboard with this coronavirus pandemic. But I need to point out that between a world war, the end of World War Two, and then we had the um, Vietnam War, that we had these international human rights. International human rights was like an inter- intermediary between the wars, because the thing is that um, when one war finishes, the warmongers, I use that word, uh, who work out all, you know, what they're going to, how they're going to create another war, there has to be a time period so people forget, you know, the last war and they get their minds on other things and that has to happen before the next war can begin. What I'm explaining here is the uh, like the, the methods the warmongers use uh, to create the next war. So what we had is we had international human rights between the wars. Then then we went on. We had nine eleven. We had the Holy War. 
and, uh, you know, and all of that. And mm. then we have this coronavirus, mm-hmm. this pandemic, mm. which it's just like the international human rights. It was something between the wars. Mm. And so, so now, so what I said, what I argued in my book is that uh, this is all about trying to establish a one-world government. That's mm. the reason for it. And the point is that people don't know is that Putin intervened uh, when he... Um, what was happening was um, exactly the same type of problem. Like when Hitler, before World War Two, uh, we had all this, all this genocide. Uh, he was... Um, euthanasia, you know, killing all the, the people who were unwanted, unproductive, you know, so we have the Holocaust. And uh, and what we have today, it's just the same. In Victoria, where I am, the euthanasia premier here, he he was um, on, on in the media, in parliament, he was arguing for the... Um, the euthanasia movement, he argued their policies and he brought in this euthanasia. And he, he, and what I found when I investigated, because what happened then, I wrote letters to all members of parliament and I explained to them that um, my life's in danger and, the, and I listed all the people who were vulnerable and whose lives were, would be in danger of being murdered by the government under these laws. Now, Parliament agreed, so I wrote to most members again, but Parliament refused to make laws to protect the vulnerable. So uh, the point is that this is exactly what was happening, um, you know, with, with, with Hitler bringing in all these euthanasia laws. Now, the point is that in end of 2000 and Twenty. When I tried to go home, uh, and, and the borders were locked, I had a right to go home to my empty house in South Australia. I was put in a mental hospital and asked every day if I want to commit suicide. And this was the age, the old people. And anyone who said yes, just once, was murdered under euthanasia laws, uh, murdered with a lethal injection, and the nurses doing this are third world nurse, nurses from third world countries, psychiatrists from third world countries. So I, I was, so I had written actually a manuscript about uh, euthanasia, euthanasia rebutted mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I updated that with what I witnessed in the end of 2020. So I've got my, uh, my book is now called, um, Euthanasia rebutted no right to life in Australia. Because mm-hmm. in Australia, there is no constitution, no right to life at all, such mm-hmm. as a psychiatrist in considering whether to, a, a person should be murdered or not. And the thing is, if a person says yes to the everyday question, do you want to commit suicide, that person is regarded as having a terminal mm-hmm. illness. So we've got a situation where these people are being murdered. The, there is, it's been even said in Parliament about the excess number of people who are dying in this country. So we've got euthanasia. And this is exactly the same as what, what Hitler did. Mm-hmm. Now, besides that, I need to point out here that 
I've got a picture in my euthanasia book about the, the uh, Nazis in, they call the new Nazis in Melbourne, who salute Hitler uh, out on the steps outside of Parliament House in Melbourne. Now, the point is that when I used to sing protest songs outside the family court many years ago, they more or less lassoed me into their organisation. So I, I'm very well aware, you know, about these, the neo-Nazis. And, uh, I, this, uh, and, and the point I need to say here is that Vladimir Putin said that he was a backer, meaning for people like me, like the old people in, in Australia who are in danger of being murdered under these euthanasia laws, but, you know, he was their backer. Well, I mean, the question is, who was Hitler's backer? And, I mean, I, I learned from that, oh, from when I was in the mm. uh, Nazi club, that mm. it was the Pope. And if you try, if you ask the question on the internet, you know, I mean, Italy and Japan supported Hitler. You know, so that is, you know, quite correct. And the point, what I learned also was that the, the Nazis who are in power today, and this is what Vladimir Putin says, that the Nazis are now in power in Western countries. Well, I have to agree with him, but they got into power through their church. Mm -hmm. We're not allowed to mention the name of their church. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So I'm aware that these things, which, which are the reasons that uh, Vladimir Putin gave for mm -hmm. invading Ukraine, mm -hmm. are correct. But, but also, for me... Um, I, I mean, it's 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 really interesting that you said that because um, you are correct. It seems like we are being censured uh, with uh, um, the the information that we see on the internet. You also mentioned that because the the main goal is that they're trying to create a uh, a one world order. Um, that one world government. Yes. One world government. Yes. Um, your your book. Uh, um, uh, explores themes uh, of power, sacrifice, and the human spirit. You know, uh, how how did you approach incorporating these themes into the story? And what messages or insights do you intend to convey to readers? Yeah, well, I studied in secret society for over 20 years, and uh, there are degrees there, and I studied, you know, in the highest degree. And the mm -hmm. point is that, um, like 2,000 years ago, and I just mentioned that, uh, the, the point is that the, the secret societies had to go underground because of the persecution from the churches. We know they used to burn witches at the stake and that. The thing is that um, the uh, this information and this knowledge the, which is metaphysical, it's really in competition with the churches, uh, you know, this belief in God, that we have psychic abilities, we have uh, within us, we have inner abilities, uh, but uh, we don't learn about these things, you know, in our, in our formal education. But if you study in secret societies, you learn a different perspective. And my books are written from the metaphysical perspective, which I studied and learned in when I was in the secret societies, studied in many of them, one of them, the Rosicrucian Order. Uh, I had, uh, what I had, before I actually uh, 
oh yeah, yeah. Before I really started studying, you know, in those organisations, I had noticed myself that I had um, what we now now can call like psychic abilities. I had understanding that I had developed, but I find when I'm reading articles published by the government, you know, about these um, uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, um, that the Americans or the military is aware that people who have had first encounters with these UFO aliens, that they develop these abilities which I have. Uh, now, take my book, Matriarch and World War Three. Um, when I wrote that book, I would find I'd write a certain something, and then what am I going to write next? I go and turn the television on. Just what I need to write will be on television. I'll pick up a book, and just what I need is there. I didn't do any research. It was all like it was laid out in front of me. And the point is that there there are some articles published by the government where, where even the government is aware that people who have had first encounters with these UFO aliens have disability. Like the, everything is actually laid out in front of you. So when I wrote my book, Matriarch and World War Three, and even now when I when I even um, what I wrote out, you know, what I sent to you, I wrote that out in a very short amount of time. But it, it, it's like, and I noticed myself, mm-hmm. you know, as in observing that um, these things were more or less laid out in front of me and I just wrote down what I saw or what I understood. Uh, so, so these are abilities which um, everyone can develop. And when you study in secret societies, you learn a lot of exercises and that to develop these abilities, uh, like intelligence, you know, uh, to explain, well, these things are quite intelligent things. And the point is that I also went back to school after my children were born. As I said, I went to university for well over uh, 10 years. You know, I've got a master's that, um, that, that I have, and I did this, and the reason I actually did this to explain is that um, my husband, like, bashed me up for 10 years, crippled me, he threw me over the railings at the Mother Hospital in Brisbane um, and I had my backwards broken in two places. Now what happened is that when he threw me over and the uh, social worker grabbed hold of me and uh, he knocked her over and I felt her the next legend held on. There were many witnesses gave evidence in court that I was swinging, I steadied my swing. I'm talking about something which was impossible. I was just hanging on by the tips of my fingers. And when he lifted my hands up and I fell, uh, what I did was I almost got out of my body. I looked down, I saw the body falling, you know, and then I had to get into the body. We learned uh, that in in secret societies, that when you're in a situation like that, the first thing you have to do is breathe. So I knew I had to breathe. And the thing is that um, when I was up there, like out of the body, uh, so I was talking to someone that didn't know at the time who it was. And I was told that when my children grow up, there's something that I have to do. And so that this and and my ability, the injuries I had as such, was impossible medically speaking 
for me to live, yet I lived. I can walk. I wasn't supposed to be able to walk. And, and the point is that uh, I went to university so and did all this study. Uh, I've also lived on the streets in my old age for over 25 years. You know, I, it's an education. But, uh, I have done this because there's something I have to do. Uh, and I did all this preparation so that um, this is why I, I, I've I had to, I was felt compelled, you know, to write my book, Matriarch and World War Three. Now, I have updated that. Um, it's Ex Libris first published it. It's mm. now published by URLink. You know, it's mm. been updated with all these things which have been happening mm. so that I, I have had an interest mm. in just what's going on in the world. Mm. Um and, and you know I what, Miss No? Uh, I mean, you are definitely the right. You know, I, I think you deserve a more exposure um, because these topics that you do have is an eye opener to people who are being censored by these information. And I think uh, guys in your link uh, uh, will be able to help you. You know, get you out there. Ex I mean, not only through your website, but through these kinds of interviews. Uh, as we wind down with with the um, with our interview, um, you know, you you mentioned on the book it delves into you know moral dilemmas uh, uh, that we as a, as a society is facing. Um, can you discuss some ethical consideration and decision-making process that shape this narrative and how they reflect larger themes or questions about humanity in general? Yeah, right. Well, uh, the first thing I noticed was that, uh, like in Australia, that Australia uses drugs instead of guns to control and manipulate the people. Now, that's really a dangerous thing, yeah. but that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, now, but we also, we've got these, uh, in the 1970s when I was at Griffith University, the homosexuals there, uh, they agreed um, what they planned to do, and this was through all the universities, to form an organisation to help each other out so that they can, uh, so that homosexuality you know, will be made legal. legal. This is what happened. Happened, and we now have the uh, LGBT plus people. Now, the thing is that they are, uh, they have become a power body in the world, and their uh, policies and beliefs, uh, you know, homosexuality and all of those, are being forced on the people in our schools, in our universities, and this is really dangerous because, as I explained, that. Um, they will intervene uh, when, when civilizations become homosexual they will be destroyed and the point is that, that uh, if you can understand from the point of view of the, like, the UFO aliens uh, that our bodies weren't designed like for homosexual act, you know um, you know that that is right important, but also they they never ever say all the really bad things which happen to people. Uh, these things are not explained. I mean, the the injury that people have, the suffering, is never ever explained. Um, but also um, that um, the president of Ukraine, um, 
Zielinski, he actually supported the LGBT plus people before uh, Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. But he has not done that ever since. And I've never come across, mm. he's never done that since. And the thing is that Vladimir Putin said, and uh, when you tell the world that um, that, that the uh, Ukraine was being used as a springboard uh, to infiltrate Russia with the cultural aggression of the West, he also used genocide, uh, and that he was a backer. He was protecting Russia, you know, from. Uh, what we call now the LGBT plus people and genocide. And this, uh, the point is that uh, because they are organised, they need to be protected. And the thing is that uh, this, this, this is never discussed. The politicians never discuss this particular important reason. There's not going to be any negotiation because um, Russia is not going to allow the cultural aggression of the West to infiltrate Russia. Um, and so what we have is we've, we've got the, the Allies are supplying uh, Ukraine with all these, this military equipment to fight Russia. So we're, we're, all this is building up to a nuclear war. Uh, and the point is that these, um, the Americans... Uh, have always claimed that these UFO aliens that they now call mm-hmm. UAP, yeah, that they are watching the military bases. Mm-hmm. The point is that America has a history of dropping the the nuclear bombs, you know, mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. you know, so that that explains why they would be watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it is written in the Bible mm-hmm. that the world will shake. Uh, mm-hmm. That there are there is. Um, or I've had um, some information that's sent to me, uh, you know, about that. Uh, but these things are in, in the Bible. I mean, uh, and I did point out that the uh, UFO aliens, their description uh, of that woman, like an angel. You know, and it all fits in. But, um, but even religion is becoming more understandable with what's going on. But the point is that when I was young um, and UFOs, flying saucers, they were called in those days, but the government in Australia told the people that uh, it's a hoax uh, because, they have to call it a hoax, because the religion would have to change their story if these UFO aliens were found to be real. And this is what we've got today. Um, so, so the point is that all of this is about because these, these, the purpose of it's all about the purpose of life on Earth. That so they have been watching us, guiding us, assisting us um, for all these centuries. As I pointed out, that uh, the civilization um, in, in, became better, became more civilized. In certain stages, it didn't happen on a gradual scale, but all of a sudden, uh, they would become more civilized. And, and this, I'm saying, is because they have intervened and they have educated um, humanity you know, over all these years. And they are therefore like our guiding us. 
So here we have moral considerations because they are concerned about this, these uh, moral considerations. And uh, that um, because we in developing, becoming more civilised, um, love is very important. It's one of the most important things that we should, should have and we should develop. That humanity it has to become more godlike, mm-hmm. uh, would be the way to explain it. Um, international human rights um, have done that. Um, I explain in my books that uh, how the world has progressed and that um, like international human rights, it's more, uh, I mean, they're not, there's still problems with it because there's military loopholes in international human rights. But it, that they are more godlike. This is, uh, we have to have moral considerations, uh, and this is what we have to develop. Um, we're, we're not like animals, but we have to uh, become more godlike in the mm-hmm. way we live. We are mm-hmm. evolved in becoming much better people. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the, uh, what I'm saying is that these UFO aliens have been guiding humanity. Mm-hmm. We also have, however, and it's explained in religion, explained in the Quran, that uh, uh, under- it's easier to understand if we see what happened in the Quran. But in the Quran, the uh, angels were told to bow down to humans, which means they were told to serve humans. Now, what, what that means is that bowing down means uh, the, the angels were there to serve humans. Now, one Iblis, well, in Christianity we call him the devil, he refused. Uh, and so we have this, this problem which has, is sometimes uh, understood as the fight between the gods that uh, we all know about the devil have, you know, trying to destroy humanity. Um, so we have this, so you can't always say that all of the aliens are always good. There mm-hmm. are stories that there are, there is more than, they're in groups, there's more mm-hmm. than just one group, you know, so we need to be aware of that. However, um, in secret societies, and these are the fraternal organisations, mm-hmm. it, is, it is said that the devil has reformed and is trying to uh, uh, resolve all the problems he caused. But there are people who are in power who uh, don't want this. You know, they, they, they want to have the power that they have, you know, to, like, dictate to humanity. Uh, and so what... And so the thing, in the fraternal organisations, it was known in the 1990s that the world is going to get much worse, which we have now. Um, so the position is, what we're not talking about like World War One and World War Two, where armies were fighting. We are talking about uh, humanity and the way that uh, we treat each other, the way that the countries are able to. Uh, come together the way our civilization is be a, is able to evolve and become uh, much better than it ever has been. These are the moral things that we're talking about that's most important. 
Um, but I, I pointed out that there are loopholes in international human rights. And one of them is, I think it's Article 16, where mm-hmm. anyone change their nationality. Now, we've got what a problem with all these refugees all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that is a problem, particularly in Europe. Uh, it's a problem in Australia. Uh, and the, the point is that in Islam, uh, Islam is um, the Quran, it's only one Quran. Mm-hmm. There aren't divisions in Islam like we have churches. That are one of the, the things is that, and I've explained in my books, that one of their military strategies is to increase their numbers. Uh, and also, uh, I explained when this happened uh, in the year 1099, when the Crusades were going to attack Jerusalem, when they attacked Jerusalem, there was the Copt, and he was obviously an educated person from Alexandria, where the university at that time was, and all the religions got together as to what are they going to do, and that they decided that what they'd do is that some of them would fight to the death, the rest would flee and take their uh, what happened to the rest of the world, to explain it to the rest of the world. Now, these are the strategies of Islam. I mean, the correct way to speak is to say they are strategies of military Islam, but we're not supposed to say, but it's Islam. But that is one of what they're doing. They're overpopulation, overpopulating deliberately. Uh, they have refugee status. Uh, this is And it's causing problems causing problems in Australia uh, because we have they're overpopulating in the 1970s the United Nations said there's too many people in the world we've got to reduce populations Australia did that we reduced our population people who could have, who wanted another child could have another child didn't have one so what's happening now is the government is bringing in all these, these hundreds of thousands of refugees from countries that refused to reduce population growth. And it was Islam and the Roman Catholic Church that refused to increase population growth. So we've got a problem in the world. I mean, right now in Australia, uh, so many numerous people haven't got houses, they're homeless, the numbers are increasing really dramatically. And the government's bringing in hundreds of thousands of people into the country every year, these refugees. Uh, and they're the ones who get all the houses. Now, like the government is saying they're going to spend so many millions of dollars building apartments. But what happens in, in Australia, happened in, in, uh, in Melbourne, it's the refugees that get these apartments, not the homeless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've got a really big housing problem, which is actually before federal parliament at the present time, because here we have people, no place to live. And, and I'm said, I, I did live on the streets for over 25 years in my old age. Um, I, I, um, I, I won't go into actually why I had to do that. But anyway, so I, I am aware of these things. So we've got this, this really these big problems in the world. I mean, there are old old people uh, my age and, and older who claim that 
Australia will be a Muslim country in 50 years' time. And this is because of the multiplication effect of overpopulation. That they're increasing their numbers. Whereas in Australia, uh, we have abortion, um, we, ha- we have euthanasia, we, we have been where older people, and if you say yes to the everyday suicide question, will you, do you want to commit suicide? Uh, these nurses from third world countries, the psychiatrists, murder old people with a lethal, lethal injection. That's what I witnessed. The only reason I was let out of that mental hospital uh, was because I had, I objected. Once I became fully aware, you know, what was happening, I objected to this suicide question. And they came in and really asked me about this um, because I had written letters of objection to all members of parliament. That's why I was able to get out of that mental hospital. Um, And so what happened was, because I had written a manuscript on uh, euthanasia, because I investigated what's happening in Europe. And in Europe, if anyone wants to wants to uh, euthanasia, they have to argue in earnest and they have to drink their own poison. But in Australia, uh, if you say yes to the everyday question, do you want to commit suicide? It's regarded as a terminal illness and you're murdered by these nurses and psychiatrists. Uh, and it's always four no's. No, 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 no. Um, and they, they're still murdered. I mean, this is happening in this country. So we've got a situation where Australians are being murdered. We've, we've got the, all these, these um, Muslims, mainly, or people from countries, you know, these refugees who overpopulate as a military strategy so that they can win the elections. The greater number wins the elections. This, this is, um, these, these are the problems we actually face, problems which the world faces. And, and it's really um, worse even in Europe. You know, there are problems with all these refugees uh, in Europe. You know, it's a big world problem. Um, so, so, so we're talking about these moral things because um, these are the problems, you know, that the world faces. Uh, but one thing I, I want to point out, well, we've got another problem now. Um, when, when you look at what's happened to Donald Trump, that he has, um, you know, he has to face all of these charges today. Our politics in democratic countries, if they use slander, it's like a working tool for a politician, slander, criticism. But now we've got um, that uh, a person who, a leader in a democratic country, can be charged with criminal, uh, in criminal charges. Uh, and the point is that just because um, Donald Trump has made it publicly known that he is going to stand for elections mm-hmm. uh, so, you know so to be president again he, mm-hmm. he's charged you know he's got all these charges against him I mean it's really um, very problematic um, 
I mean, it, it, I mean, the, 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 I think the 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 list goes on and on regarding these types of information that you do have, and and uh, rightfully so because you are definitely a kind of uh, author that you know you you've been a member of Secret Society, which is not an easy thing. Uh, you have this insider information, and as as a parting words, um, please do invite uh, 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 our audience uh, regarding uh, matriarch and World War Three, the incursion. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That um, matriarch and World War Three, uh, a 9-11 incursion, internal state terrorism in Australia. I explained, uh, using examples, Mm -hmm. uh, because these are not policies. The thing is that we have discretion in this country and uh, the the way the government treats the vulnerable is really Mm -hmm. bad. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I used the term internal state state terrorism and I defined that, uh, you know, from my encyclopedia you know, of mm. terrorism, mm. Um, that, that Australia is not uh, as humanitarian as mm. it claims to be. Mm. Uh, mm. And these things are really undercover. Mm. And the point is that when when we become um, a, a one-world government, this mm. will, this, this, these things will affect others. It's happening mm. now. The mm-hmm. point is that what I discovered when I was uh, living on the streets was that the uh, the vulnerable were treated really badly by the government, illegally and unlawful. That mm. the uh, the system or the, administ- uh, the administrative elite uh, they use illegal and unlawful methods to control and manipulate the vulnerable. Uh, and, and, and they target the vulnerable for um, systems abuse. Mm-hmm, and what's happened mm-hmm. was with this coronavirus, they've now taken a step, now that they've mastered how mm-hmm. to uh, uh, harass and abuse um, the vulnerable, they've taken a step forward. They're doing it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what, what the administration is doing when they master one form of control and uh, manipulation, uh, mm-hmm. they try mm-hmm. another. And the point is that when I was in, I used to protest against the family court, that um, there were mainly men there, and it was discovered that actually Australia is the experimental ground. That they are uh, experimenting in Australia using all these tactics, administrative tactics, so that they can master the ability to control and manipulate the people. And the point is that um, it's, it's just like like Hitler when he was euthanizing, killing one lot of people, kill some more, take a further step. Uh, this is what, what they do in administration. They master one thing and when they've mastered that, they try something else. And it's all about restraint. So actually, uh, we're going backwards. Uh, it's devolution that uh, we're not becoming a better uh, civilization. It's not improving. We're going backwards, and that's why it's necessary uh, to 
for me, you know, to um, make a report as as to more my report because I, I was told uh, to get an education uh, and we have all these problems, so I have to make my the report of my findings. Now, the point is, which is difficult to explain, the point is that even the Americans know that there are some people in the world who have contact with these UFO aliens. And I use the word UFO rather than UAP. Um, and so that it is not impossible to actually contact them. Uh, it is for most people. Um, but I'm saying that it is not impossible. So here I have, uh, I have a report of my findings. Uh, and this is what I have written up. These are my findings. And anyway, what I've actually written up is going to be summarised, and so that will be put on the internet, but also on my website. Mm, yes, and that website, again, is uh, daisysnow9-11books.com. So That's for more right, information yes. about uh, uh, Miss Daisy Snow's books, uh, particularly Euthanasia Rebutted, um, uh, Matriarch in World War Three. Again, the website is daisysnow9-11books.com. On that note, Miss Snow, I thank you so much for your time. You know, this book is a compelling and thought-provoking book that examines the horrors of and complexities of war and all of these current issues that we are on. You have, uh, you have vividly uh, created a writing style that is well-crafted and uh, uh, well-crafted uh, uh, characters, vivid writing style for an immersive reading experience that will basically leave readers contemplating the depths of human nature. On that note, Ms. Snow, thank you so much for your time. I would love to talk to you more soon uh, regarding the other books that you do have. Thank you so much, okay? Good. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.